Hello everybody and welcome to Friends Till the End, your one-stop shop for all things friends. Maybe I should do it, you're going to scare people. What, what are you talking about? Your voice. That's what? It's creepy. It's rich and sexy. No, 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 it's going <laughs> to scare people away. <laughs> Listen, we've tried you doing the openings before. And They've I think turned can, it off already, Michael. I think we can all agree they were an unspeakable failure. <laughs> I think I do pretty damn good. I am Michael. I'm joined, as always, by my arch nemesis, Elizabeth. Hey, Elizabeth. How's it going? Good. How are you? I'm doing all right. We need to address something that has been hanging over our head for quite some time now, and it is an affront to the show and an affront to our loyal listeners that we haven't addressed this before now. What is it? So if you'll indulge me... Oh, Lord. Elizabeth. Yes? Dr. Richard Burke. <laughs> would you? No. I think this is why I was putting off. I think I was afraid to ask. I'm sorry. What? Why? He doesn't do it for why? me. Why? He doesn't do it for me. The mustache is too thick. I feel <sighs> like it would just get caught in the kissing. It would. I'd be like flossing with it. Just no. He is a funny, handsome, tall doctor. Great. And you're telling me he doesn't rev your engine. No, I'm sorry. I'm sorry. Well, do you have a question for me? No. <laughs> I, I'm going to have to insist that Michael, you Michael, we all know the answer. Ask you... me the question. Michael, would you? Yes. Okay, great, thanks. In a heartbeat. Great, we got it. Help me with my bra. <laughs> We've just finished watching season two, episode 23, the one with the chicken pox. Mm-hmm. It is the second last episode of season two. Good. I feel like this has taken a while. What? What? It's a lot. It's, it takes a while to get through a whole season. Oh, Elizabeth. Poor, sweet, naive Elizabeth. What? We've got so far to go. I know we do. Well, we're going to finish up. We're going to wrap up the season in our next episode. We'll do our roundup questions and we'll see, see where we are for there. Mm-hmm. But in the meantime, we do have a question for Ask Elizabeth. Great. Oh, I mean... Ask Elizabeth. Ask Elizabeth. I forgot about it too. <laughs> uh, I really need to make a theme music for it so we don't have to sing it every time. I think that my singing is really beautiful. Mm. I think it's... Yeah. That's good. That's good. At Sanders 74 asks Elizabeth, If Friends were a horror movie, in what order would the Friends die... And who would be the lone survivor? Ooh, so there's only one survivor then? Yeah. Okay. So imagine, like, let's let's open this up a little bit to, like, the whole Friends universe. Say, like, oh, the whole Lord. Friends universe. Like, you don't have to go through every character, but say you could throw in, like, a curveball. Or who would be the killer? Okay, the okay. Universe? I don't remember everyone. I, I don't even remember the episode we watched before this without constant reminders. That's fine. I'm just talking about, like, you could throw in Richard Burke if you wanted. Don't throw Richard Burke. <laughs> God. You know, just saying. Okay, okay. Or Gunther, or Paul Yeah, Wall. yeah, I got yeah. you. Someone that's sort of memorable. All right. I think we have to agree Gunther is the killer. <laughs> oh, no, I think the killer would be the guy that was trying to get Marcel to fight in his animal <laughs> roundup. Oh, yeah, okay. Who? I think it was Harry Shearer, right? Yeah, yeah, yeah. Okay. He right. would be the killer. <laughs> okay. <laughs> Because he's, he's a creepy man. Okay. He's mean. Harry Shearer, he's great. He would be the killer. And 
I think Monica dies first. Oh, really? Yeah. Why? Um, because I think she would just get too overwhelmed. Hmm. Okay. So she dies first. They're not very deep. I'm just doing this randomly. Yeah, yeah of okay. course. I mean, I've just sprung this question on you. And then Ross. Okay. Because he's a wuss. And okay. then Rachel, because Ross died. Okay. And she probably tried to defend him, and then it was just like, psh. Yeah. And then Chandler, because he probably tripped over his own shoelaces. Yeah. And the killer got him. Mm-hmm. So and then Phoebe, because she got distracted by a butterfly. Okay. And so, is that everyone? Your lone oh, survivor is... It's Joey. It's Joey. I guess so. Joey's your lone survivor? I guess Joey's the, the survivor. But then he falls into a deep depression and drinks himself to death. Oh. After all his friends die. That's sad. I know. All my friends are dead. Yeah, just like the dinosaurs. Yeah. <laughs> no. I know. Alright. So Joey would be the survivor. Interesting. Yeah. I see it differently. Well, too bad this isn't asking yep. Michael. Too bad. <laughs> That's a good question. Thank you. Of course, famously, Courtney Cox was in a horror film. She was in the Scream movies. Oh. And, spoiler alert, she does survive at least one of those because she's back in the sequels. Oh, okay. Yeah. Well, I haven't seen them. They're good. You want to watch them? I got them all. Nope. I don't like horror movies. I'm a wuss. Like mm. Ross. You don't even know the rules. The rules? Mm-hmm. To what? Watching horror movies? No, two horror movies. There's to rules? Survive. Yeah. That's what Scream is all about. Oh, Now we have it. to watch it. <laughs> All right, good question. Thank you very much. Shall we move on with the episode? Yes, sir. The one with the chicken pox. First aired May 9th, 9th of May, 1996. How many do you think we're talking in viewing figures, Elizabeth? What was the last time? 25.5. We are up from that number. I'm going to say 26.9. 26.1. Sorry. Oh, no. You were in the ballpark, but you didn't quite bring it home. Okay, fine. The episode opens in Central Perk. Chandler and Monica are arguing over the last banana... Nut? Nut muffin. Mm-hmm. I love banana nuts. Do you? They're my favorite type mm-hmm. of nut. They're arguing over the banana nut muffin. Chandler licks it so that Monica won't want it anymore. So Monica's like, nah, and licks his coffee cup and puts it down. And he's like, enjoy your coffee. And he's like, that was here when I got here. Ew, uh, my luck, God. Yeah. Oh, I'd run to the nearest bar and get like a bottle of vodka and just like swish my mouth out with it. Mm-hmm. Ugh, so many germs. Is that just like your worst nightmare? Uh, actually, later in the episode is more of my worst nightmare. Oh, I can't wait to get there. There's a little <laughs> tease. Phoebe is all excited because she's got a Navy man coming into town. Yes. I actually thought when she was describing this person, it was a a euphemism or something for that he was in a submarine. I did not understand that he actually was a Navy man. What did you think the the innuendo was? I don't know. I I don't. Like, he goes, he's down under the water. I thought it was some, like, deep thing. Nudge, nudge, wink, wink. Yeah, it is a deep thing. He is under the water. Deep. I know, but I didn't realize he actually was. I thought he, yes, was like a Navy man. I didn't know he actually like was in a submarine. I don't know. <laughs> I just, it went over my head. Oh, dear. <laughs> so she's all excited about that because he's going to be there for two whole weeks. See, I'm, I'm seeing this with fresh eyes, right? Yes. And so you saw it as a kid. And even though I'm an adult, I still might not pick up on everything like an adult should. Okay. 
Okay. I just, I, I know, I just don't know why you aren't taking them literally in this particular instance. I don't know. <laughs> so weird. <laughs> Sad Ross is back. Oh, God. Hi. Hi. Don't that ask must, me what's wrong. That must be his trademark thing. Yeah, very much so. It's the dumbest of dumbs. Oh, wow. Ben has chicken pox, which I don't know why he should be feel that, feeling that sad about it. No, he's like, oh, God, Ben has the chicken pox. So? Yeah. He'll be fine. Yeah, it happens. It's uncomfortable for the kid. Yeah. It, it stinks, but he's going to be okay. You speculated in the last episode when I told you that this one was called the one with the chicken pox. You thought, oh, well, Ben's probably going to get it, so we're probably going to see more of Ben. Oh, yeah, he was right. Well, you were half right. Yeah. Ben did get chicken pox, but if you think we're seeing him this episode, <laughs> think again. That kid no longer exists. He is just a plot device, Elizabeth. Yeah, that was dumb. So they built it up the whole time in season one, and now we don't even see him. And so whatever they're building up to, which is nothing at the moment, but the next thing I'm just not going to get too attached to, because clearly nothing's going to come from it. Well, something happened from the Ross and Rachel thing. Yeah, but now people are bored of it. You like, think? Yeah. Mm. They certainly weren't very featured in this episode. No, they're just there. They're just always together now. They can't just be individuals. That's what happens when you go into a relationship. I guess. You lose your identity. So everyone in the group has had chicken pox, so they're like, ah, well, we'll be fine, except for Phoebe. And she's like, oh, that's not fair. Everyone's had it but me. And then she's like, oh. She notices on her arm that she has a little mm-hmm. pock. And, like, does the episode open, she seems happy about it? Or does she realize that, like, it's a bad time for her to get chicken pox? I, I don't couldn't... think she realized. No, I think in the opening it was still... Like, she was cool, like, oh, I, got it. I don't have it yet. Oh, look, yay, I did get it. Yeah, so which is... I'm assuming that they've all been around Ben lately and have, have held him and whatnot in order mm. to get that, too. Presumably. Because Ross wouldn't be able to transmit it to them. If, no, if he's already gotten it. Right. He can't get it again. Yeah. Phoebe was probably playing Oogie Mouth with Ben. Stop it. <laughs> so that that was just the opening part of it. That's the cold open. So we got a lot of plot set up in this cold open. Phoebe's got a man in town and she's getting chicken pox and Ben has chicken pox. And Chandler and Monica arguing over a muffin. Can't wait to see how that's going to play out in the episode. (laughs) And the episode opens. Monica is in her boudoir with Dr. Richard Burke. It's one of those episodes. Mm. Hooray. We're in a sexy bathrobe. Yeah, sexy. I mean, yeah. He very nicely made the bed for her because it's a one-person job. Michael, (laughs) this isn't the time. This isn't the time for that discussion. Uh, he makes a bed. She's like, oh, thanks, sweetie. And then he goes out of the room and then she like starts to remake it. You were nodding your head so vigorously in this scene. I've never felt more attached to anyone than uh, I do. Because, so because he did it wrong. And like you... <laughs> She's so type A. I love it so much. Because I, I totally agree. There is a specific way that you make your bed. You don't just lump everything on there. You don't just throw it on there. To be fair, he didn't just lump everything on. No, It was a pretty decent effort. It was neat, but it wasn't the way that she likes it. Like, it was hotel neat. It was hotel neat, but it just wasn't correct. And you you can't... How can you sleep in a bed that's not made correctly? So she... can't. She remakes it, or starts remaking it. He comes in and catches her, and he's like, what did I do wrong? And she's like, oh, it, it was just fine. It was just fine. This is fine, which means it's not good at all. <laughs> and then she launches into why it wasn't right. 
And first, she was so right. Well, I mean, first of all, matching up the tags, fine. I'm, I'm okay with that. Well, no, the tag was at the top, like like some lunatic wow. who yeah. would put the tag at the top. That would annoy me It needs me to too. be at the at the bottom right, is what she I mean, as saying. long as it's at the bottom, I don't care. It's the same as mine. It's the bottom right. It needs to be down there. Okay. And then the flowers have to be facing up because... And the head towards, of the bed is the sun. Right, the head of the bed gets the sun. And she realizes how ridiculous she sounds when she says that. Yeah, because obviously the flowers should face towards the window because that is where the sunshine comes in. No, they just need to be upright. <laughs> It would kill you if they were sideways, wouldn't they? Yeah. Yeah. Okay, so... So she realizes that she sounds a little ridiculous and starts apologizing and saying, like, oh my god, I I, sa- I know how neurotic I sound. She and, says, you don't love me anymore, Yeah, do you? And you, you can't love me anymore, clearly, after you're finding out all these weird things about me. And he says... I it, love you If more. it's possible, I think I love you even more. It's very, very sweet. Oh, what a guy. So then she's like, okay, I'm going to show you all the other crazy crazy things I do. She's great. So she's letting she's letting those walls down. She's letting him see the, the real her. The thing is, like, the things that she's a little neurotic about, I don't think are that weird. She just likes things to be a certain way, but also, if anything, it's just increasing convenience for a later date, you know? Mm. I don't know. How long do you tend to wait before you let a gentleman see your crazy side? A while. A while? Yeah. A while. What are we talking? Because, like, Richard's been in for about half the season, so let's say he's he, they've been going out six months conservatively. Six months, would you be letting that, letting that guard down? No. No? Maybe starting to think about letting one or two things squeak yeah. out. Would you be starting to think that he might actually like you at this point? Well, yeah. Okay. Well, uh, well they've already said I love you. Right. Yeah, so you'd, you'd assume that they weren't lying. But who knows? Elsewhere, Chandler is in his office. Joey's come to visit him. And as is customary, whenever one of Chandler's friends comes to visit him at work, he has to get them a job. Yes. We saw it with Phoebe a while back. Yep. So Joey's getting a job, basically. He's like, you're going to be a processor. It's basically the, the phrase is never uttered, but Joey's storyline now is just basically fake it till you make it in the office like he goes around pretending that he is a processor kind of he does more than that though well we'll get to that later Ooh. Ooh. Phoebes is having the girls do her makeup she's got her back to camera they're doing her makeup all nice ready for her navy man to come around and she's like oh I need to see what I look like and she turns around and you get a look at her and you see the pox has taken over her face yeah, but she, well, she's just really covered in, like, calamine lotion. Mm. She just has big splotches of it all over her face where all the mm-hmm. pox are, I, I imagine. And I don't think she looks that bad. I know. I think it's more the idea that she's, like, got this. Like, she hasn't seen him in so long, mm. and she has all these plans to get hot and heavy with this guy, and now she has chicken pox. Yeah. There was a... I like the director's choice that they used at this moment. Like, when she revealed and showed her face, they did, like, the sort of horror strains of a violin like from a psycho movie where it was like doo, 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 as she turned around that was pretty good I didn't notice that was that. a nice touch that was pretty <laughs> good uh, her navy man arrives and bloody hell wouldn't you know it it's only Charlie Sheen pre-winning pre-crazy creepy pre-diagnosed with HIV Charlie Sheen post Ferris Bueller's Day Off Charlie Sheen he's in Ferris Bueller's Day Off yeah, he's the guy in the police station that wow. Jeannie talks to. Uh, 
That's the only thing I liked him in. Post Platoon. You asked, is he a good actor? No, I didn't. I said, he's a horrible actor. <laughs> <laughs> I didn't ask. I just... Said oh, you were he, telling me. He's horrible. He's so not believable. He's got charm, I think. He's... he's, he's I clearly see that he's acting. Mm, people kind of like that about him. Ugh. Is that skill? I think there's, like, a charm to him. Like, if you see him... I don't think he's trying very hard in this episode, but if you see him in, like... Hot Shots Part 2, he's pretty good, which is a dumb film, but it's quite good, and he's in Platoon, he does a decent a decent turn. He's capable of it, but not often. Blech. So anyway, he arrives, Phoebe is hiding under a sheet, <laughs> like a character from a Dickens movie or something, and he's like, oh, I want to see your face, I'm desperate to see your face, and so she reveals it, and just as she does, lightning strikes, and Charlie Sheen screams. And she's like, oh, I'm hideous. And he's like, no, it was just very badly timed lightning. Oh, you look beautiful. And she's like, you have to stay away from me. And he's like, I can't. And he jumps across the table and smooches her smoochy face. But that's right after she finds out that he's never gotten chicken pox. So he is really susceptible to getting it. Yet he doesn't seem to care because he said he's been he spent the last so many months or years or whatever. Eight months, I believe. Yeah, eight months down in the submarine with just other men. Is that so. when you realized that he was actually... Yes, it was, Michael. <laughs> yes, it was. Okay. Yep, so then, uh, yeah, he's just like, whatever, I don't care. I'm clearly very horny and... Let's do it. Let's do it. I'll get chicken pox for you as long as I can get some. We cut back to the office. Joey's got himself a job. He's all slicked up, Wall Street style. Charlie Sheen was in the movie Wall Street. Oh, thanks. But he's all slicked back with the hair and the suit. And it's yeah, pretty good. it looks all right. Yeah. Cleans up all right, this old Joey Trib Trib. Mm-hmm. Old Trib and Joey, that's what they call him. <laughs> I don't know. Who's they? You and your imaginary <laughs> friends? I have friends. I definitely have friends. <laughs> um, And he sort of reveals to Chandler that he's kind of created a character at the office. He has like a wife and, and two kids. Well, yeah. He, it's well, a, because Chandler told him, you know, as an actor, why don't you just, you know, fake it? Like, you're acting and your character is a, is a processor. And so he really takes that to heart and creates an entire backstory, as a, any good actor should. Have a full backstory <laughs> full, for your character development. You would be on his side for this oh, I'm, lunacy. This, this is one of my favorite episodes we've seen. <laughs> what? I love everything about everyone in this episode. Oh. Except for the fact that Charlie Sheen's in it. Oh, yes. okay. I, I loved how dedicated he was. He's still practicing his love and his craft, you know? Even at a processing job yeah. that Chandler handed to him. Yeah, all right, good for So him. he makes this backstory. He has a wife named Karen. He has two girls, Ashley and Brittany. And um, they have a boat at some point. You know, he creates yeah. an entire history for himself. A rich tapestry. He, go, he calls himself Joseph. He does, which was his actor name that he settles on as mm-hmm. well. Mm-hmm. Yeah. I guess the only thing missing from this episode is a dog hanging halfway through a window and you would be all set. <laughs> Go back a couple episodes if you didn't catch that one, guys. Oh, it's so amazing. <laughs> so you're on his side. I am much on Chandler's side. I, what? Chandler is not amused by these antics and neither he am I. He told him. He told him to do that. He's like, he oh, didn't just, tell him, he just didn't tell him to make up act kids. like you're... An actor playing the part of someone who's a processor. He didn't mean for him to make up a whole Well, you're thing. telling someone who's a professional actor. <sighs> We've been through this, though. Joey, Ugh. he's not really a professional actor. Hey. <laughs> I think 
he's doing all right. <laughs> he's doing all right. I'll give him that. Yeah. He's doing all right. Maybe. Monica is thrilled that she gets to be her neurotic self in front of Richard. Dr. Richard Burke, I apologize. And she basically talks about all the the things that she has. She has Monica time where she sets her bedroom clock six minutes behind her kitchen clock. Ahead. Ahead, I do beg your pardon. We never find out why. I can only assume that it's so she's not running late in the mornings. Or that she goes to sleep quicker because she'll have to get up in the morning mm-hmm. or something. Like, she thinks it's later than it is. You know? That just seems too simple a reason for Monica. It's got to be something way more intricate. Hey, her and I understand each other on a, a very deep level. Maybe it's because her bedroom clock was made in Switzerland. No. And they're six hours in front of New York. No. Which they are, by the way. So the six minutes represents the six hours. No. That's crazy. Well, Monica, come on. No. Anyway, um, Dr. Burke humors her. You know, he's a he's a serious man. He's a doctor. Doesn't have time for such frivolities, but he humors her. Yeah, and then Monica wants to know if he has any little quirks, you well, know, little things. She gets quite upset because he apparently doesn't. He's too normal. She's like, oh, my boyfriend's too normal. Yeah, and what's wrong with that? Like, you yeah. have a great time together. You make sure they're happy, respectful. Like, yeah. You want to go back to the to boring have... alcoholic, Monica? Is that what you want? Right, like, does he need to have something that makes him quirky? Which everyone does, but maybe just in her eyes it's not quirky enough. He is a hoot, damn it. We've established this many times over. I mean, Dick is great, honestly. But, you know, it's just not good enough. <laughs> Why are you shaking your head at me, Michael? This aggression will not stand. Your <laughs> microaggressions will not stand. It's not a microaggression. I need to re-educate you on that word. Okay, Snowflake. Um, <laughs> Phoebe and... Charlie Sheen, what's his character's name? Ryan. I don't know. They're all itchy. They're all itchy. They're playing Monopoly. They're rubbing houses all over each other. Uh, (laughs) You know, they try and resist it because they don't want to get scars. But Mm -hmm. Phoebe's like, oh, let's just be bad. So they start scratching each other. And then Ross and Rachel walk in and they're like, oh, we're so disappointed in you. And yeah. It was kind of funny. They're like, we expected this from you, Phoebe, but Ryan, come on. You're a military man. Yes. It was kind of funny. But gosh, Phoebe gets kind of like sexual. Like the things she's saying and her sounds, my God, she's not holding back. Well, her sailor man's in town. I guess so. Jeez, poor things have pent up. She wants some of that semen semen. Oh, boo. (laughs) Too far. Too (laughs) far. Is that, were you high-fiving the air? Uh, Yeah, I was taking a victory lap. Oh, Lord. That's too far. Joey's a hit at the office, man. He's, like, inviting people to his boat, as you mentioned. People love him. He's just getting in there. He's getting all up in the office's politics. Chandler is just befuddled by the whole thing. Mr. Douglas, a.k.a. Terrence from Sister Sister, makes a return. Haven't seen him in a while. He is all up on Chandler. What was he in? Which episode was he in before? He was on the one when Chandler had, like, the... He was, like, dating a secretary... And then he had to, like, Mr. Douglas made him fire the secretary. And then, like, she, but he didn't fire her. And then. Oh, right, 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 right. She had to, like, he told everyone she was crazy. Oh, yeah. But question, um, what are you saying? What is her job? Secretary. What? Secretary. Oh, a secretary. Yeah. It sounded like you were saying something else. I didn't know if it was your accent or you were saying the word very wrong. Secretary. What? 
In the UK, it's pronounced secretary. Secretary? Yeah. No, it's not. Let's not go over this again. We we come from different countries, <laughs> and even though we speak the same language, we do pronounce some words differently. Secretary. 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 All right. <laughs> you say aluminum, I say aluminium. You know, let's herb, pull the whole thing An off. herb. Yeah, we pronounce the letters. So, Mr. Douglas, Terrence, he's, he's all up on Chandler about giving his team some time off. And Chandler's like, oh, you know, for the good of morale. And Joey. Bless him. Joey's character, old Joseph, he, he's a bit of a shit stirrer. He's like... He's, well, he's a he's an instigator. He's kind of a brown yeah. noser, honestly. It's like, ooh, why can't you make those numbers? Am I right? Am I right? Like nudging Terrence from Sister Sister. Yeah. And, yeah. Chandler, if he was befuddled by this Joseph character. Now he's just darn right I do bewildered by it. I do appreciate that about Chandler, though. There must be some holiday. They're talking about maybe a Monday holiday or whatever. And so he gave people time to spend with their, their families instead of getting the numbers in quicker, you know, than... Mm. You know, his boss wants them in sooner. And bless him. Bless mm-hmm. him. If they go out of business, they can have all the time with the families they want. Yeah, but geez louise... I think it's nice of him. Jeez Louise. It's a family podcast, Elizabeth. Come on. So, yeah, um, basically, Joseph is like, Joey has said, like, his character, he likes to miss, he likes to stir things up a little bit. He's a shit stirrer. So, Chandler is not happy. No. Monica has resorted to taping oven mitts to Phoebe and Ryan's hands so that they do not scratch. Seems to work for a little while. Yeah. We get um, some nice, we get a nice wee sequence with uh, some good physical comedy as uh, Ryan tries to open a bottle of wine and pour it and then Phoebe kind of mops up the spill and then they try and eat and then like he kind of puts his hands over her face to like be all romantic and she's like, what? I can't hear you because you're covering your ears. This seemed to anger you that he was messing with her while they're having dinner. They didn't even start eating, but like, aren't you hungry? Hungry for love. Honestly, like, they sit down for dinner that apparently Ross and Rachel made for them, and then leave, mm-hmm. and they just don't even start eating. They, it just, it's just like, ah, just eat. I don't know. I don't know why it bothers me so much. Phoebe alludes to flipping Ross off, but obviously she's got the oven mitt up, so you can't yeah. see it. More good physical comedy. I liked it. Yes. And then they tried, they, you know, they get, kind of get hot and heavy before they eat, and they're trying to, like, it seems like he's trying to unbutton her top. Yeah, they're trying to take each other's clothes off. And it's with just, the oven mitts. Uh, it's not working. They get extremely frustrated and end up ripping off the oven mitts that are duct tape on by using their mouths, which they probably mm-hmm. should have done before. Like, rip the duct tape off and then use the other hand to take off the other one. Yeah. And then, basically, they're itching each other. Ross comes back in for a hot minute, looks at them, and is like, I'm out of here. Yeah. <laughs> and leaves I wash my hands of this whole affair. Yeah. Yeah. Dr. Richard Burke wakes up Monica in the middle of the night to let her know that he does have a quirk. Yes. And she's so excited. But then he describes what it is, and she's like, because eh, it's like, I have to sleep on the side of the bed. And she's like, no, I, you sleep there because I have to sleep there. And he's like, no, 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 no. It's not true, little lady. Sit down and I'll tell you all about it. <laughs> oh, God. Even though they're lying down already. And, yeah, it's something to do with the fact that he was born in California, so the ocean has to be on that side of him. Yeah, he's asleep on the west because he was mm. raised in... Born and raised in California. What happens if the bed is facing north and south? Who knows? North and south. Maybe she doesn't know better. But he's totally bullshitting her. No. Yes. No. Uh, 
Yeah, you could tell. He was like, oh, because uh, th- then the ocean would be... No, he was completely bullshitting her oh. just to make her feel better. Because he loves and it her that works. much. It's sweet. And yeah. it works. And I can't believe she fell for that. But but I, I Listen, struggle with that logic, though. She was just gazing at his big hairy chest. Oh, she didn't God. Know. Ew. She didn't know what to think. No. I struggle with it because do you have a certain side you sleep on? Uh, I like to sleep on the left side of the bed. Yeah. Okay. Okay. Maybe I'm not, I'm unique in that way because I sleep on on a certain side depending on the bed. No. Well, for me, I like to like sleep on my stomach with my head looking to the left, and so if I'm on the left side of the bed, like you're facing the middle of the, more. No, I'm facing the out of the bed. Whereas if I'm that way, I'm not looking to the into the bed, so I don't feel so flustered. <laughs> Wait a minute. So left, as in you're already lying there, or left? I'm lying on my stomach, right? Okay. (laughs) And my head is turned, looking to the left. Okay. So I'm looking to like, so I'm looking to the side of the bed that I am on. So if you're lying on the bed, you're on the right side of the bed. Oh, I suppose so. That's what I was thinking. I was confused. But when I'm lying on the bed, I'm lying on my (laughs) belly, so it is the left (laughs) side of the bed for me. Yeah. See, it just depends on what bed I'm in. I suppose. I really like the middle, though, and I like to sleep in an X, like a starfish. <laughs> what well, nightmare you must be to share a bed with. I, I just like a lot of room. I like yeah. to spread out. Those episodes we record when we're in bed, I'm like pushed right off to the side. Yeah, as you should be. Barely hanging on. It's my bed. I guess so. I, I personally never picked up in all the times I watched it that he was bullshitting her. I'm, I'm happy to go along with it. Oh, really? Yeah, it's just funny. We're just... I, like Monica, we're just willing to believe the lie that that man tells us. Oh, bless. Because it comes from a good place. He's a good guy. He's a real good guy. Yeah, he's, he's, a, good a, he's a nice person. I hope I never break up. enriched our show so much since he's come into our lives? Except for another, they will. What? Well, obviously they're going to break up if she freaking ends up with Chandler. Well, do they break up or does something else happen? I don't know what that means. Oh, man of advancing years, you know. Oh, God. That, <laughs> nah, okay, he's, good. He's okay. Don't it's not advancing years. What, is he supposed <laughs> to be, like, 50? Uh, yeah. He's, like, the same age as Elliot Gould. Anyway, where were we? Chandler has had it with Joey's character, because Joey... Joseph told Mr. Douglas that Chandler messed up on a project or something, so Chandler's just like, ah, you're fired, and Joey's like, you can't fire me, I'm not in your department. He's like, okay... I can't fire you, but I can sleep with your wife. You know what? I just did. And Joey's just like, oh, no. He's, he's mortified. <laughs> and, uh, you know, he's like, oh, I've got her panties in my drawer. And he's like, you do? And he's like, no freak show. And you, you like that as an insult. You liked. <laughs> well, I really like Chandler. I like his lines. But the, the fact that he was like, no freak show. She's imaginary. Mm-hmm. I don't know. It just is a good insult. And I think I'm going to start using that. It's good. Calling people a freak show. Please don't call me it. I, I would not care for it. You would need to really do something that... Uh, that's a Oh, you're unusual. saving it. Okay. Yeah, I'll save it. All right. So anyway, Joey's just like, oh, I didn't know you felt this way. I'll, I'll quit. It's fine. Don't worry about it. And everything's back to how it was at the beginning of the episode. How convenient. Ryan's shipping off. Shipping out. Two weeks are up. Mm-hmm. Flew by in the blink of an eye. They were sick for most of it. I guess so. Uh, they have a they have a little teary goodbye outside, and and that's about it. Yeah. 
Rachel says to Ross, oh, you would look good in one of those uniforms. And Ross is like, oh, no. So he goes off to try and obtain one. Does the does the white navy uniform do anything for you? Ick. No? No. Any sort of uniform? Sure. Well, well, well uh, top three uniforms, Elizabeth. Number three, go. Like an ROTC, like, camouflage type with the boots. Okay. Like an army person. Like okay. The boots. And, okay. Yeah. Number two. Cop. Cop. Okay. Number three. Uh, number. <laughs> <laughs> going back the wrong way. Number one. Firefighter. Ah, it's got to be a firefighter. Yeah. Isn't it? Every time. <laughs> Sexiest of the uniforms. Yeah. Yeah. Yeah, firefighter. Yeah. <laughs> now we know. Now we know. <laughs> I suppose, you know, he, he was there. I think we already know the answer to this, but would you Ryan? Not Charlie Sheen. Would you Ryan? No. You wouldn't take a... A military man that is willing to get chicken pox just to feel the, the tender touch of your lips to his. No. Okay. Cool. I don't... Uh, Charlie Sheen, ick. Okay. No, thank you. Okay. That's all I needed to know. And the episode ends with the Rachel closing up Central Perk. Ross comes in in the Navy uniform. That somehow he just got so fast. Oh my goodness. You know, you can rent those things, I'm sure. I guess. You have the guitar licks for Love Lift Us Up Where We Belong in the background. It's a wow. pastiche of an officer and a gentleman with Richard Gere and uh, Demi Moore. Jeez, that's a really amazing reference. I-, I didn't even notice there was anything playing. Wow. Oh, well, I mean, the whole, well, that movie ends with, um, Richard Gere turning up in that uniform oh. to Demi, Demi Moore's place of work and carrying her off. Okay, then that's so, probably why I don't understand yes. it. It's right. a very popular... It was a very popular cultural reference in the 1990s. The Simpsons did it. I'm sure countless other sitcoms did it as oh, well. Oh, okay. But that song's playing in the background. You know, love lift us up where we oh, belong. Yes. So, yes. Richard Gere, he's so cute. And he's all right. Okay. Was uh, <laughs> Ross in the uniform doing no. anything for you? No. I don't like that all white uniform. No, I think it's pretty slick, actually. Yeah. I, I, I rather like it. I keep thinking of there's some, there's some uniform that I have forgotten. And I know it's going to hit me at some point, 4 a.m., you know, when I think of it. Well. And it's not the stereotypical ones, like I've said. It's something else. Sanitation but. worker? <laughs> no. Um, McDonald's No, employee? no, I'll think of it. And I'm going to, I'll let you know. Because I know it's something unusual that... Okay, um, stay tuned to our Twitter account when Elizabeth <laughs> realizes her f- actual favorite uniform type. It's going to have to be a, a humdinger to beat the, the fireman, the firefighter. And so the, jo- the joke of the episode, he, he picks her up to carry her and she's like, oh, I need to turn off the cappuccino machine. And then they go to leave. Oh, I forgot my purse. And then like, oh, I didn't turn off the lights. And he's like, all right. And he just dumps her down on the couch. Yeah. And like, I'll wait for you upstairs. He's trying to be like romantic and sexy, but she still has her job that she has to finish so yeah yeah she is super into it though yeah and yeah. he pretty much do anything to please her apparently well that's what happens when you're in a living relationship elizabeth oh is it maybe one day you'll realize that someday <laughs> but not today nope and that does it for the one with the chicken pox the penultimate episode of the season you already said you loved it i loved it yeah yeah okay because it was ross and rachel light had, <laughs> that's interesting true it had some fun but pretty inconsequential banter between monica and, and dr burke 
it had Phoebe. What was the part that you hated and grossed you out? Was that just Charlie Sheen's presence? Yep. Oh, okay. Uh, yeah, the Joey Chandler stuff was good. That was like, they've had some serious stuff this season, but that was nice to have some more playful stuff from them. I loved Monica's nuances, as mm-hmm. always. That's God, I, she, she's, I feel like I, I say something in the week, and then I watch this show and and she's on my level like we have talked about uh, the way to make a bed and then it's here it's like there we go. it's like it knows there we go wow are you concerned that we are going into the final episode of the season and we don't really have any lingering things to kind of wrap up i i am actually i have no idea what they're going to do either the episode's just going to be like oh, what the hell, and all mm. these things are going to happen to a bunch of people all at once, and then they leave you on a cliffhanger? Yeah. I mean, because what else would they do? Just have another episode like this where everything wraps up nicely? Yeah. And then you're like, okay, and then hopefully you'll stay tuned for the next season. I don't think they do that. Something needs to happen, so I imagine something is going to happen. It's kind of weird, because like, normally you have like overarching stories that get wrapped up towards the end, uh, you know, we had the Ross and Rachel thing that got wrapped up about midway through the season. After that, we had, you know, the little Joey moving out saga, which lasted three or four episodes with Eddie. Uh, but since that got we wrapped up... We had, like, up, Phoebe's finding her dad. Yeah, but that was just one episode, really. I guess, yeah. Yeah. Yeah, it's weird. So... Like, it's, we, so we don't... So, yeah, if you're, if you're not building to anything, I suppose they're going to have to drop something surprising on your lap going right. into that to, for... To, keep you interested for season three that's what i imagine maybe it'll be like a pregnancy scare or it'll be someone amnesia sick or dying or some you know just someone Mm -hmm. lost a job i don't know just something Mm -hmm. big yeah yeah i guess so well the final episode of the season uh does it give it away well I think you're gonna. It, it's gonna disappoint you. Oh no! What's it called? The one with Barry and Mindy's wedding. The one with Barry and Mindy's wedding. Yes. It just means Barry's back. I'm just a bit annoyed because I oh, like yeah. Barry. It's well, a, I don't think that she would go for him or anything like that. Like, or break up the wedding. Like, she likes Ross. I don't know. Okay, mm-hmm. we'll see. We will see. No idea. Yeah. I don't think they have the the viewership yet. For people just to be like, okay, another episode, but that's the end of the season. And let me wait with bated breath on the next season. Yeah. I just don't think it's there yet. So something has to happen in this episode. I hope so. Because, uh, yeah, we're, we're going to... Our next episode will wrap it up. And then we'll be launching season three with the return of seven podcasts in seven days, Elizabeth. Woo! Woo! They said it couldn't be done. It very nearly wasn't. There was definitely one episode when we last did it that came out like five minutes before midnight. And (laughs) And I was sick for some of them, right? You were sick for some of them. I almost (laughs) lost my job. Uh, it 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 was intense, but we're back. Glutton for punishment. We'll be kicking off season three with seven podcasts in seven days. Woo! Yeah, it's gonna be good. It's a good way to launch into the new season. Indeed. But until then, and the final episode of season... Two. I almost forgot what season we were in. Nothing left to do but to thank you all very much for listening to the Friends Till the End podcast with me and Elizabeth. If you want to help support the show, follow us on Twitter at FriendsPod. If you have a question for Ask Elizabeth, hashtag Ask Elizabeth. Either DM us or just tweet right at us if you can fit it in the 140 characters. 
Other ways to support the show, you can tell a friend. Word of mouth is a great way of us reaching a larger audience, as is heading on over to the old iTunes there and leaving us a nice, friendly rating and review. Uh, that helps us massively, apparently. Elizabeth, until next time, I'll see you at Barry and Mindy's wedding. I'll wear my purple dress. And I'll wear my kilt. Woo!